behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix It Radio. All right, and it is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Dennis Brewster, Charlie Grimes, Larry Unger, first show of the year. If you're listening to us on Tuesday, thank you for that. As well, we do appreciate it. We don't answer calls on Tuesday, so if you're calling into the studio, nobody will pick up. You can text us, 307-200-8222, or today is Saturday, and you can call us live on Saturday. We replay on Sunday as well, but you can call us today, 303-477-5600. Some things may have happened through these last few weeks of the holidays and snow and the cold, finally, and all of that. So we got a few things today we'll talk about along those lines, but if you've got questions for us, yeah, we... We'll try to answer it. That's right. We First, may have answers. I haven't seen you since last year. I know. What's going on there? <laughs> yeah. I did, bet did you have a good people, Christmas and all that? I did. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not bad at all. It was, uh, I was just telling Larry before the show today, you know, with with the fires that came, you know, that sort of in between yeah. Christmas, New Year's up in the Boulder area, which, uh, you know, we talked about on, on Rush to Reason, but you know, we'll get into much of that today. Uh, but, you know, you had that, plus we had the snowstorm and then another snowstorm, you know, yeah. this week. So, yeah, it's been a busy couple of weeks for me. Yeah, it has. It's all and right. It, we'll and take it, it. And the fires got kind of close to your business. Yeah, you know, I appreciate you. And, and by the way, a lot of others out there listening checked on me on a pretty, almost an hourly basis. So thank you all for doing that. Yeah. I do appreciate that very much. We were okay. We were spared. We're on the east side of Lafayette, and it never really jumped across Highway 42 or 95th Street, if you know that area. Yeah, it did not jump east of there, which is good. Yeah. Everything stayed west of there. But, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, there are, it's weird, Dennis. There's total devastation in some neighborhoods. All right. I've and yet seen you it. can go look across yeah. the street and Nothing. everything's fine. Yeah. And it's in weird. some of those homes, everything burned and then there'd be one house standing. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And, and, and how that happens... Well, I've got my own theories on that, yeah, and we'll talk too. through some of that even today. We've got some other things we want to discuss. But, folks, I will tell you that my my theory is, and, and some of you that are experts on this might know better than I, but my own theory is things get hot enough that the fire, of course, is always seeking oxygen. That's what yes. fires do. And if the windows get hot enough and they blow out, I don't care what material you have on the outside of the house. If the window blows out and the fire goes into where that oxygen hole is, which is yes. Face it, the inside of your house is one big, huge yeah, it just sucks know, chunk in. of oxygen. It just sucks it right in. Yeah, and then it, the way it goes. Almost makes you wonder, Dennis, for some of these folks that live next to, you know, in the mountains and open space and so on, why folks haven't come up, and maybe there is, and I just don't know it, but why are there not fireproof windows? Yeah. Well, yeah. there was, I heard like an a ad. laminated window. I heard an ad yesterday driving into town about that. That you can get these windows that are kind of fireproof. I, I would think that yeah. for a lot of folks in those particular <clears throat> situations, would be, that would be worth looking at. And and the first thing Pam said was fire mitigation, you know, because that's... You got to do that, too. Yeah, you got to have... Yes. You don't want trees right next to your house. Correct. And, and, and that's and, a good sign. And, and you know, you know even in, in what we saw here with where the fire came through, some of that prairie land and that open space and so on, and of course, everybody wants to back up to open space, but then... You know, you to your point, you know, to have some privacy, you put a bunch of trees along that open space and the trees kind of get close to the house because typically those lots aren't super big because those are the yeah. highest priced 
pieces of ground there are and, and it just tree. sort of compounds everything. And and sometimes when we plant a tree, we think it's only going to get five feet wide. Well, it's getting five one side and five the other, so now it's 10 feet wide. Correct. Yeah. So, yeah, you don't A lot know. to think about. Yeah. And, and there will be a lot there more is. that comes out on this, yeah. and we're going to do some shows on this here in the coming weeks, too, on how to you know better mitigate for fire. I mean, it's probably a little early to do that now. I want to be sensitive to folks that lost their homes and so on. Yeah. But, and, and, you know, folks, let me tell you this, though, just as a... As a, uh, a piece of advice, if you have thought about doing any remodeling around your place, whether it be you or you've had somebody give you an estimate on something, I would pull the trigger now. I would not delay. The reason I say that is about 1,100 homes are gone up in that area. Many more are damaged. There will be folks out there, you know, in other words, the trades are going to be tight, and there's going yeah. to be folks out there that are using them for some of these rebuilds. So my point is, it's tight already. Having yeah. all of this now compound that even makes it that much worse. And now you're going to have to do a lot more research on the person you're going to hire. Correct. So again, as, there's as going to be you, some shady ones coming right. through. So, so folks, again, if you've been putting one of these things off, I would say don't don't put it off any longer. Get it done. Uh, the sooner, the the sooner the better, because yes. the the trades are going to be jam packed with what's just gone on here in the you know Boulder area, so Boulder, Louisville, Lafayette area. So, Joe, what's going on, sir? John, a couple of things. One, in terms of uh, fire mitigation, as you know, I lived on a horse ranch down in Larkspur, and uh, we went it went to great lengths to fireproof our home. After twenty years, our clapboard siding had begun to you know deteriorate. We were looking at replacing it or. You know, painting it, and, and uh, we had a redwood deck. And I, I said, you know, uh, let's not paint it or replace it. Let's stucco the house. So we, Because we ripped it all, so we ripped it all off and stuccoed the house, number one, so there was no exposed wood anywhere in the outside of the house. Well, people said, well, what if I do vinyl? Well, vinyl will melt and expose the uh, flake board under, underneath. So if you're seriously thinking about fireproofing your house, I urge you to do stucco. We had no exposed wood. Anywhere, anywhere in the outside of the house. Stucco or brick, was, one of the two. Yeah, stucco or brick. But yeah. stucco as a retrofit is easy. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, uh, you know, they just tear off the they tear off the clapboard, and they put you know they put the wire mesh in the stucco, and I think it was like a three day job, and it was about the same price as putting new clapboard on the house. So nice. Um, so again, but don't do vinyl because vinyl will melt and expose the wood, and you'll fire. Second thing, as you said, is to clear. We cleared. We didn't have. Other than some small shrubbery, uh, we didn't have a, a tree over two feet tall within 100 yards of the house anywhere. We had nice. some pastures, which we kept mowed. Um, you know, so maybe I would have had a grass fire and some six-inch high grass. But, you know, you could put that out with a hose. Um, no exposed uh, wood frames on the windows. Um, so, again, yeah. if you want to do something, put stucco on your house if you're in a high-risk high fire danger. Now... Um, would it, it would that be a hundred percent? I don't know, but John, I think it would have. If there were floating embers from, you know, there were there were stand of trees probably two hundred yards away from my house, but I'm pretty sure if floating embers, you know, uh, yeah. Over I, although I will tell you that you know, I drove up to where my old neighborhood was up on top of Spanish Hills, and my old home actually survived, and it was very much the way that you just said. So it was a stucco slash stone house with very little exposed wood, if any. Uh, tile roof and, and the builder you know the guy that built my home was a spec house he built two more kind of around the corner of where it was now mine made it the other two joe 
did not, and they were also both stucco slash stone slash tile roofed homes built exactly the same way mine was. So I, I don't, don't know. know. Again, yeah. my, my, my other theory, Joe, on some of this, and I think this is what happened to these other two homes, is when it gets hot enough and the, and the, you know, the fire is that close and you're close enough to, to, you know, to all of that getting super hot and you could see in the, the, you know, the, the videos as to yeah. how some of that was happening. Again, my theory is the windows break and the fire goes inside at that point. It doesn't matter what's on the well, outside. Well, that's an oxygen box. That's, that's my yeah, theory. Yeah, that it, is. it is, right. Oh, the other thing you got to get rid of, we had a, we had a 20-year-old redwood deck. I had the redwood deck Agree. down and uh, replaced the redwood deck with a interesting contraption. You know, we had um, uh, box columns that were had the they were synthetic stone on the outside, mm. and then we had a we put a membrane, a sloped membrane roof over, and instead of a poured concrete deck, you can get these big uh, eighteen by eighteen inch uh, concrete pavers that sit on little uh, little stands. So we had no. So we got rid of the redwood deck and put a uh, uh, basically a, a yeah. And, and I think all of those. Uh, uh, trust me, folks. Anybody listening, and if some of these folks go to rebuild, Joe, and some of them might be listening now, I think you got to throw all these things into the into the, the midst. Mix, the question yeah. that I've had on all of this, and actually we've been talking about this even internally with my with my boys Richard and Walt, and that is, you know, as a lot of these homes get rebuilt, Joe, where they were in areas where a builder came in, they built you know four to six different models. You choose one of the six models and then popped up that house. I mean, there is a lot of custom homes as well, but there's also a lot of these what I call track subdivisions that that were, you know, devastated as well. How how does that get rebuilt? I mean, the builder's now gone. Are they going to each one now be able to build whatever they want or are they going to be... There's so many questions coming up. ...back to going to the track house, you know, where there's still just the four different models? I don't know those answers. No one does. I don't either, but but I'm going to say this. If if you've got an insurance settlement and you're going to rebuild... Uh, when you rebuild, you know the difference between clapboard siding and stucco might be oh, agree. five. Agree. Might be five grand difference between a redwood deck and some sort of you know stone deck. Even Trex deck, deck, Joe would be better than redwood. Even right, don't put a redwood deck on a stucco house. Uh, you're you know defeating. So spend a agree. little bit more on your deck. Spend a little bit more on the siding. And I and again, uh, and one thing that we're going to talk a little bit about. I'm going to do some research here in the future. Is does somebody make a more higher temp? You know higher. You know, fireproof, if you would, window. And, and Joe, I don't know that answer. I really don't. Yeah, I, 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 I heard I don't an ad either. about one to, yesterday. So I got to believe I, I'm somebody gonna look, does. I'm going to do some research we, on this stuff. If we get somebody on to even talk about it as yeah. an expert, oh, I would yeah. love that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, John. I had one. I don't know if you want to talk about it now or tomorrow or maybe next weekend. Uh, but the difference. I just had three rooms of laminate flooring put in and learned a lot about luxury vinyl. No, let's do it now. No, this is fine. That's a good that's a good that's a good yeah. segue. Hang tight. Let's just do it right now. We'll come right back. Hang tight, Joe. We'll be right back and uh we'll talk about the difference in flooring because again, this this kind of go there's going to be a lot of folks out there yeah. rebuilding and doing things along these lines. Yeah. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. This is Fix It Radio KLZ 560. Rates are low, but are you still paying too much interest? Why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the asset manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. The asset manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, 
access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying, no more additional costs. Call 720-895-0500, affordable interest mortgage, and see for yourself. You're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191, regulated by door, equal credit lender. The rebate program with American National Insurance saves everyone money by incentivizing responsible money management. Depending on the cost, customers of Paul Leuenberger will sometimes choose to pay out of pocket rather than making a claim because they'd rather receive the sizable rebate at the end of three years than pay their deductible now. As a result, American National Insurance tends to pay out fewer claims each year compared to the competition, which is in part what gives them an A credit rating. American National Insurance then passes along that benefit to their customers by keeping their rates as good or better than their competition. With other insurance companies, you'd need to purchase extra rider policies at additional cost in order to receive comparable coverage. But American National Insurance rewards personal responsibility. Call Paul Lewinberger now for more comprehensive home insurance coverage at remarkably reasonable rates. 303-662-0789. 303-662-0789. Buy an investment, not a job. Because John Rush has bought and sold his own businesses in the past, he has learned the hard way what happens when you purchase a disorganized company. You end up buying a job. John knows what it's like to work 80 hours a week just to keep a business afloat. He's not a broker, but he can spot the difference between a well-run company and a chaotic one. Hire John Rush to evaluate a business before you buy it. Email john at rushtoreason.com. Back when he had one service van and no money, Lewis knew he had one shot at success, happy customers. A lot of HVAC companies offer what Lewis likes to call the taillight guarantee, meaning once you watch them drive away, you're not getting any more help. Even before Absolute became an HVAC company, back when they only offered electrical services, Lewis made a different kind of promise. From the call to your care, we'll be there 24-7. To this day, you can ask anyone at Absolute about their top priority as a company, and they will start talking about customer service. Lewis never lost sight of that one key to success as he continued to add new services. Even now that Absolute offers boiler services, a famously hard-to-find skill set known for unresponsive technicians, Lewis only hires people who commit to their customers long term. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will come back long after their taillights disappear. Schedule an appointment 24 hours a day, 365 days a year at AbsoluteFix.com. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Dennis and I did do some searching on you know, more, I guess you could say, fireproof or fire-resistant windows. And there are some companies that make some things along those lines. So, Joe, there are some things out there that way, although I've got to do more research to find out, you know, are they really effective or is it more of a sales pitch than anything else? Because I don't know, guys. I don't know. Joe, talk to us about flooring. All right, well, the house we moved into here in New Jersey, uh, 12 years old, it had builder-grade carpeting, which was pretty much shot, so my wife decided she wanted to put down some sort of, you know, wood laminate, mm-hmm. you know, right. flooring. And, and so we started looking around at 
you know, there's something now called luxury vinyl plank. Right. And then there's wood laminate, and there's different grades. If you can get wood laminate flooring at Home Depot, you'll see it for 90 cents a square foot, and you'll see it for 4 bucks a square foot. Mm-hmm. You know, so one of my questions is, what's the difference between the 90 cents a square foot and the, the $4 a square foot? So first, let's talk about luxury vinyl plank. Um, whether it's laminate or LVP, uh, it looks like two-inch board, but it's actually uh, a six-inch wide uh, piece right. that has been painted, if you right. will, or imprinted to look like three boards. Right. Uh, now, you really can't tell the difference, but when, so when you put it down, it, you're putting it down six inches at a time. Right. One of, the, one of the big drawbacks with LVP, by the way, is it will scar. It's plastic. Um, and uh, it's got the thickness of about a refrigerator, a thin refrigerator magnet. And here's one of the problems. Um, if there's any unevenness in the underlying floor, when they ripped up my old carpet and mat, it was a jigsaw puzzle of plywood. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the plywood pieces, you could see slight differences in the heights where one piece of plywood right. met the other. Well, if you put that uh, vinyl plank down over it, unless that floor is dead left, perfectly smooth, it's going to show every little lip. You'd be able to tell where the seams in the plywood were because mm-hmm. the, that piece of plastic will just flow and follow those little lips. So unless you have a, a dead-level, solid underlayment, maybe it's great on concrete if your concrete is level. But if you're putting it over a pieced plywood floor, I would urge you to stay away from luxury vinyl plank unless it's a perfectly seamed. Now, you could, on a plywood floor, you could put some filler in there and you could smooth it. Um, but you really don't want to do it on the jigsaw floor that I had underneath. Makes sense. Let me um, let me stop you there because one thing about when you're talking about that that goes along with a lot of things. You have to have, you know, if you don't do a good prep right. before you go to put anything down, even drywall on. I mean, I, I remember listening to some guys saying, "Oh, it's just dry. The drywall will cover that. Don't worry about it." And then they go, "Well, then the trim will cover that, or then the mutters will cover that." No. You want to have a good preparation down no matter what you're doing. And, they do, and it makes and a job easier. They do make, too, along those lines, Level too, R. Joe. They, yeah, they, well, they make an underlayment, which most, most folks yeah. are going to put underneath. There's sort of a spongy material, if you would, that goes underneath that LVT that does help with a little bit of what you're talking about. But if it's, if it's got some big bumps yeah. in it, yeah, you're going you're gonna to see it. Preparation gonna is feel huge. It. Preparation is huge. Right. So then I start looking at the differences between the dollar a square foot laminate and the four dollar a square foot laminate one of the differences right off the bat is the the mill thickness of the coating um now a mill is not millimeter it's thousandths of an inch the cheap stuff has a four mil surface uh the good stuff has a 12 mil surface which means you can scratch it and you'll and you still won't be seeing the substrate on the four mil stuff the slightest little scratch the that surface picture will get come scratched off and you'll be looking at the substrate. It'll be ugly, and you really can't repair laminate like that. You can't sand it. You can't re- refinish mm-hmm. it. So depends. Uh, That's not totally true. Oh, they, really? They, yeah, they no. They make laminate floors where if you if you spend enough money on the laminate, you actually oh, you can actually sand them and then redo the floor because yeah. it's actually made of wood, uh, an oak or whatever yeah. it happens to be. So that's partially true, Joe. Unless you spend a lot of money on the laminate. Well, and that's what I'm saying, John. The 12 mil stuff that I got. You can sand it. There you go. You can't. But the four mil stuff, you, you cannot. Can't. You can't. Nope. So uh, yeah. that, that's what I'm saying. I mean, essentially, that, that heavier, like what you bought, is essentially just a pre-finished hardwood board is what it is. Yeah. Now, it is 
eight millimeters thick. Now, again, a millimeter is different than a mill. A mill is a thousandth of an inch. It's eight millimeter thick, and uh, they do put uh, some sort of um, kind of a black spongy pad under it, but it is absolutely dead level, you know, smooth as glass, like an ice skating ring. It, it, it just, you know, it'll just flow over those seams in the plywood. Um, and again, it's six inch board. It goes down very, very quick. Two guys did three rooms in my house in seven hours. Nice. Uh, it was. It was uh, real uh, quick, I want to jump back to the LVT as well, Joe, because there is some uh, LVT flooring that they do make that is, you know, scratch proof, pet proof, the whole nine yards. But again, it comes back to that pricing per foot as to what you're going to spend. Right. And let's be, the, one more distinction there's LVT luxury vinyl tile and LVP luxury vinyl plank. Correct. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're, they're very, very similar in composition and construction and how they go down. But, you know, one's a, one's a tile, a 12 by 12 or 18 by 18 tile. The other is a, a six inch wide, but typically six foot long. The other thing you'll find on the cheap stuff, on the laminate, um, the dollar a square foot stuff only has like three basic patterns. And, they'll, and you'll see them repeating. If you look at the floor. Mm-hmm. True. You'll, you'll That's see, true. It, it'll, Good point. It'll repeat, repeat, repeat. Good point. Uh, the $4 square, square foot stuff, uh, I believe I have, there's 11 different patterns. And you look at the floor, the eye won't notice right. because there's two or three feet difference between uh, where you, the similar patterns are repeating. So you really, your eye doesn't notice. Yeah, there's not hundreds of different yeah. boards. There's a half a dozen or so. Yeah. Right. So yeah, patterns, that, I should say. Patterns, right. Yeah. So here's here's some, real quick something interesting too that I learned. I, I did some remodeling, I don't know, a year and a half, two years ago, roughly, Joe, right before COVID hit actually. And so I priced out some of that heavy, you know, pre you know, pre what do you want to call it? Pre finished hardwood floors and because I had hardwood floors in some of the rest of the house and I wanted to match it up. So I did some you know, looked at the colors and different things. And so I had a, t- you know, a flooring company come out and actually, you know, give me the estimates on it. And get this, I actually was able to do regular, you know, the, the regular, you know, two and three quarter inch, uh, or sorry, inch and three quarter uh, uh, planks, uh, hardwood planks, you know, red, red oak, just like what I have in the rest of the house and had it finished off and ha- it looks exactly like the rest of the house, the rest of the hardwood floor in the house does. I actually did that cheaper than I did pre-finish. Now, you've got more of a hassle because yeah. i got to put it down, sand it, finish it, and all that. So you've got some of the smell and so on. But I actually did that cheaper than the pre-finished. Uh, and, and, and that's fantastic. And if you've got the time, and again, because, you've, as you said, there's the mess. You can't yep. get it done in a day. You've no, no, no. This is a, you know, this is a two-week, you know, you know, two-week or, or longer. so process by the time they get a room totally finished off and you know then they sand you know they they sand it they fill it they then stain it and it has to sit for a couple of days and they come back in and do their finish and that usually takes a couple of days to do two coats of finish yeah and last year i did that we did a wood floor mm-hmm. and we had we put the wood in for eight weeks and let it right. accumulate get they, acclimated yeah, yeah, thank you that's the other thing right. they do is they bring the wood out let it sit inside the house so it for can get expanded or contracted or whatever it needs yeah, to and do and yeah, it has to get point. with the moisture and stuff yeah so you know yeah. you're right joe it takes a, there's a lot, a lot more, more time and effort yeah. in doing r- real hardwood than there is doing and, the pre-finish but they also say with vinyl if you're doing the vinyl that you should do the same thing that you should put it in the house for huh. a little bit interesting yeah okay didn't know that yeah and well, that's particularly true in the drier climates. Mm. You know, out here in New Jersey, it's you know we're pretty probably not a big a deal, right? It's no big a deal. But again, if you want it done in again, we did three rooms in a day, and that included, by the way, moving out the furniture, ripping up the old carpeting, ripping up the old pad, ripping up all the nails. 
because um, they had yeah, you're, you're not doing there. regular hardwood that fast no no no, no. so you know if, if because we would have had to do one room at a time because yes. we couldn't have moved all that furniture. Very true. And, um, and you know, and then they've come, you know, by the way, just as a side note, how far we've come industry-wise and all of what we're talking about flooring-wise is just absolutely, huge. yeah, huge. it's amazing yes. from what we had even when we were kids, guys. Yes. It's just so much different and, and better, by the way. Yeah. Now, and I will also say, Joe, that, that some of those, some of those uh, it, again, you get what you pay for, but the, the pre-finished hardwood they've got today, in a lot of cases, and the, why, the reason why it's more expensive is what the, what the contractor told me, the reason it's more expensive in some cases is that finish is actually harder than what you'll ever get out of doing a regular finished hardwood floor. Yeah, very, very, very true. Very hmm. true. They, they've got a way well, where they can bake that on you know, in a plant where they yeah. can't do that in your house. And yeah. that, that pre-finished floor is actually stronger than what you'll get out of a, you know, you know laying the hardwood down, finishing it, you know, staining it, finishing it, and so on. Right. Yeah. And in terms of total cost, if you do a if you pick a good product like I believe I picked a good product, I believe I picked a premium product. Um you're you're right around you know, 550 a square foot. Labor by the way is not that much. Two guys were here for 7 hours, yeah, they had some travel time, but figure these guys got maybe paid 250 a piece for the day. So there was, you know, out of the entire $7,000 bill, 500 bucks was labor. Everything mm. else was material. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. nice. So uh, anyway, so if you want it done, I would, unless you've got a dead level floor, you're prepared to prep the floor, I wouldn't do uh, the vinyl plank or the vinyl tile. Uh, I would do the either the pre-finished, uh, the pre-finished wood or the wood laminate. Yep. Uh, very, the other thing, too, that works very well, and I've got some of this in my house as well, and again, it's just a, it's more time. There's definitely a, a more of a... Uh, of a uh, labor-intensive thing. You know, they make the tile that looks like wood, but yet it's still yeah. tile at the end of the day, and it works really well as well. But again, Joe, comes back down to that timing issue. Yeah. Timing and, and how good the substrate is under it. That's right. Yeah, yeah I had a particular room where we had to do some self-leveling with some concrete and some things like that to where it would have been tough to have nailed anything or even glued anything down on yeah. top so you really had to cement it down so in that case i had to put the the, the what looks like hardwood on tile down yeah mm. okay because of that because there's no yeah. there wasn't anything to nail to right you couldn't have put a yeah. regular you know board down and that's where you run into different options yeah, yeah that's there's, yeah all that's of the, where it's and, and good that's where you got to have somebody that's helping you yeah. or that's the contractor that knows all of these things yeah. and frankly joe that's where some of the diy stuff probably gets a little dicey because I'm not sure the guy at Home Depot knows everything. Oh my gosh! I just said, especially now, nowadays. Real quick, the other <laughs> yeah. advantage you have to doing some of the tile products, just real quick for everybody listening, this is a huge advantage in, in some cases. They also make the substrate that goes underneath that Joe, where you can put the heated wire underneath it and heat that yep. floor. So if you're doing yeah. a bathroom or a bedroom oh, yeah. or something along those lines, you can heat that floor, which is tough to do with the any of the wood products. Yeah. It, 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 Yes, it, absolutely correct. One other little trick in terms of DIY, for if you're putting down one of the pre-finished or laminate or plank, uh, one other trick that you can't do with the, with wood where you have to stain it is in, we had some re- really large pieces of furniture, like a home entertainment center with a TV on it, with a 65-inch TV. All they did is they, they planked up to the TV, and then they had a little uh, jack and dolly, and they, and they raised it up and they put it on sliders, and they slid the entertainment center over the floor to where they had finished it, planked behind where the you know planked mm. behind it where the TV used to be, and slid it back. 
So they didn't even have to remove nice. that. From, nice. Have to, and same thing in my office. That's pretty slick. Roll, I had a big roll-top desk full of files and everything. That roll-top desk probably weighs 500 pounds with all the files and crap. I get the same thing. They planked up to the roll-top, lifted it, slid it over the floor they had already nice. pulled. Planked behind it, and they just nice. It right back and, and again, that's the advantage of doing the pre-finish that you'll never get out of the way I was talking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because what are, where are you going to put that furniture? You got to move it out because it can't be in the room. Yeah, can't be in the room oh, for yeah. two weeks. No, so. and that to your point, Joe, that is a pain in the rear. Right. So, so good stuff. Anyway, great advice. Anyway, so anyway, those are your choices. Those are your costs. Those are the things to watch out for. Uh, they're all good choices. It all depends what you want, and how much time you have. <laughs> And how much uh, uh, disruption yep. to your to your to your daily life you want to put up? And with. you're talking to a guy here that's anti-carpet. I just, I just hate carpet. Yeah. Give me any of those products. I, yeah. I, I, any of them you talked about, Joe. I'll take over carpet. Yeah, no, absolutely. The, I just the hate carpet. carpet. We had in here was was absolutely <laughs> horrendous. And after twelve, it was horrendous when they put it in. And after twelve years, John, it was even worse. So. I, yeah, and I'm just it's, it's a personal thing. I know a lot of folks still love it. It's warm and all that, but I, but I hate carpet. But the one thing about carpet, it seems like people wait too long to replace they it. They do, and it gets grungy and so on. Yeah. And you know, and part of, part of me and the hate of carpet, by the way, guys, is with what I've always done in my life, I've never been that take off your shoes when you come in the house guy because I'm always doing stuff out and about. Well, with Good, solid, hard surface floors, it's not as big of a deal because it cleans up easy. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's yeah. that's why I like that yeah. hard surface floor versus carpet. So, yeah. Joe, good stuff. I appreciate it, man, as always. All right. Take care, guys. You're a man. Appreciate it very much. You know, um, when I was working with the – when I had the tow service, one of the uh, Parker police ladies told me – or Rappel County, I don't know. They did an investigation in, the, in an apartment, and it was a meth lab. Oh. And she says when they come now, she can't wear those shoes ever again at home. Oh wow! Because she has kids. Oh yeah, sure. a little baby crawling sure. on the floor sure. in a carpet. Oh. And she says if she wore those shoes, the meth would be on the yeah, floor. Yeah, makes so, sense. So so that makes me think every time we walk in with our shoes, we bring something in. Like you say, you are. on a hardwood floor, you can clean it. Yep. But on a carpet, you vacuum it up. Does it? Does it really? You almost have to shampoo it every time. That's right. So that's that's your point. Bill and Lakewood, hang tight. We'll come right back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Your teenager is your biggest financial risk. You buy reliable auto insurance in part to protect yourself from financial loss in case you get in a wreck with large repair expenses for your own vehicle. But you also buy reliable auto insurance to protect yourself from lawsuits. Now, you might not think you make enough money to be at risk of getting sued, but you do have a teenager who drives your car. Let's pose a little scenario that we heard from a real KLZ listener. Your granddaughter is driving your car and gets in a major wreck. You do have auto insurance, but it's not enough coverage. You only had the state minimums. So the other person's insurance company comes after you personally for everything they can get. For years afterward, part of your paycheck goes towards paying someone else's bills. With the right coverage, this could have been avoided. Get the auto coverage you need from Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance. Call 303-662-0789. 303-662-0789. Rates are low, but are you still paying too much interest? Why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the asset manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. 
The asset manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying, no more additional costs. Call 720-895-0500, affordable interest mortgage, and see for yourself. You're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191, regulated by door, equal credit lender. RoofMax is the fountain of life for your roof and will bring your shingles back to life. The natural oils in the asphalt protect your roof as weather and temperature cause the material to expand and contract daily. This oil gradually evaporates over time, causing your shingles to dry out and lose their flexibility. You may start to see your shingles cracking, breaking, streaking, and curling. Granules may begin flaking off. RoofMax could reverse minor curling, cracking, and granule loss to make your shingles like new again. The water-soluble plant-based treatment extends the life of your roof by at least five years, guaranteed. Call Dave Hart now for a free assessment of your asphalt shingles, 303-710-6916. He will go anywhere from the eastern slope to the eastern Colorado border and from Cheyenne to the southern border. Mention Rush to Reason for $100 off your treatment, 303-710-6916. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air knows their reputation as a business depends on their technicians. Most HVAC companies hire based on technical skill alone, but Absolute wants to be sure how their employees will treat their customers. At Absolute, every new hire must go through a rigorous training process, including an entire month of ride-alongs with more experienced technicians, proving both their technical aptitude and their commitment to customer service. Some HVAC companies actually train their staff to make customers feel uncomfortable because they think that's the most effective way to get a sale. Absolute has the opposite goal to make you and your home more comfortable. They will never send a new tech out on a job alone until they hear glowing reports from long-term employees about how they treat their customers. It's easy to say you prioritize customer service, but happy customers prove it. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has more than 900 Google reviews, averaging 4.9 stars out of 5. Call now to schedule an estimate. 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Dennis Brewster, Charlie Grimes, your engineer, Larry Younger, answering phones. By the way, lines are open, 303-477-5600. Drive Radio follows us after this. Unless it's Tuesday, then it'll be Rush to Reason. Thanks for listening to us. If you're listening on Tuesday, by the way, you can text us, 307-200-8222. You can do that, actually, Saturdays as well, but we answer the phone live on Saturdays also. Bill in Lakewood, what's going on, sir? Hey, I just caught a glimpse of it, but was that you trying to push your way to the front to shake Biden's hand? Yeah, that was me. That yeah. was it. That was <laughs> yeah. there, Bill. Yeah. You got it. That's what I thought. That was me. Uh, I, I just can't believe that guy. Uh, you know, and just real quick as a side note, and you heard me talk probably this last week about it, 
it, it, there's devastation. Don't get me wrong. We lost about 1,100 homes. I understand all of that. But if you look at the entire Boulder Valley, Louisville, Longmont, all that area, you know, Bill, we lost roughly three, maybe four neighborhoods. Um, and I'm not talking neighborhoods that had thousands upon thousands of homes. Again, we lost about 1,100 homes. Well, I, Is I it bad? Yeah. But did we need the president here? No. Well, I used to go up to Boulder twice a week. Was that where IBM used to be? Is no. No, IBM's way north. This is this was all on the south side of Boulder, yeah. Boulder Valley. Okay, well, almost, off, off, almost right off thirty six. Yeah, right, right off, off US thirty six. And the, so thirty six um, in McCaslin and E seventy E four seventy. Wasn't it close to no, that? No, no, no. Well, yeah, some of it went by there. Four seventy is east of all of this, and what they call four seventy, although it's really not because it actually stops right there as it comes into Louisville. Uh, so yeah, it was right around that McCaslin and US thirty six area, all the way to ninety three. So from McCaslin to ninety three, uh, kind of right along US thirty six is where yeah. it hit. Yeah. So was it where Jeffco used to be? Jeffco Airport. It, it, they were watching it very closely because it was coming up the hill a little bit, but it never came that close. That's that's where I went to school out there. Okay, yeah, it was actually north of there. So anyway, Bill. Hey, but anyway, so. So, so I mean, thank God, because we were thinking about moving up to the mountains. Up, a friend of mine lives up by Bailey. I mean, isn't there any kind of fireproof stuff you could put on? I mean, like even where I am here in town, you know, Crown Hill, the the lake where the cemetery mm-hmm. is. I live right. We're heavily treed. Right. I mean, we'd be in the same. Right. Situation. You would be. No, you would be. And to, to answer your question, yes, there are some fire suppressant systems. Even I've known guys for years that have really worked hard on that sort of invention, and, and they put a tank either in or near the house that actually sprays a, re, a fire retardant foam all over the house. So if you're in that kind of a wildfire, it's big in California, it actually keeps the house from you know from going up. But I can tell you that I don't think any of the homes that, that we're talking about had any of that type of a system. Now, I will say in Boulder County, if you're over 4,000 square feet or 4,500 square feet of somewhere in that neighborhood, they make you sprinkle the inside of the house. But of course, these wildfires that came through, and by the way, some of these houses that I'm talking about that burned down had sprinkler systems in them and still burned down. Wasn't most of them cedar? No. Like I said to to Joe earlier, the, the two houses that were next to my old house were built the same way. They were tile roof stucco homes. Uh, still burned. Mean, I, you know, like, thank God, I mean, I finally cut down all our cursed uh, elm trees last last well after it hailed. I mean, it cost me four thousand dollars to get them all cut down, but I ain't got no trees around the house at all now. That and, helps, and, and again, in these particular homes that burn, I'm, I'm talking about two specifically that I know burned down that were built by the same uh, builder that built my old house. Uh, there wasn't any real vegetation or anything around those either. Again, this was just one of those freak things where it was blowing. You know, 100 miles an hour sideways, blowing, you know, embers everywhere. How my old house survived, Bill. You know, it and two or three others around it survived, and the rest of the neighborhood is gone. You know, when those fires run on a grass, I've seen trucks trying to get ahead of it, doing 60 to you 70 can't. miles an hour. You can't. To get ahead of it to spray the water. That's right. They, they, they just run so fast. That's right. There's no that, hope. That's, that's like my wife's family. They're from Rama. You know, they all homesteaded out there years ago. And out on the property, you don't know how many times, you know, it, around the holidays when we'd go down there, we'd have to go out and jump in the back of the pickup truck and put it to, put out a lightning strike. Right. You know, yeah, right. No that happens. Yeah. Wall, yeah great know. point. But, Good stuff, uh, Bill. As always, I appreciate you listening, sir. So anyway, 
um, what the heck was I going to say? Well, I'll call you back during the okay, car Okay, sounds show. great. All right, appreciate it very much, Bill. Talk to you then. Gary in Boulder has a has a statement for us as well. Gary, welcome. How are you, sir? I'm fine. Uh, just kind of an FYI, they have fire-rated glazing that will pass an ASTM direct flame test. It will give you 90 minutes of protection. And nice. It's, it's not wire glass. Um, the, the caveat is that it, it cannot be used in an operable sash. So it's basically for the sash, the frame and the sash have to be rated as I well. I see. I Whoa, see. That makes sense. And I'm guessing, Gary, probably very expensive too, right? Yes, it, yeah. it's very expensive. That's what I figured. Um, the other part of it is, is that on this floor flatness, ASTM publishes a document that stipulates the degree of floor flatness, which has to be placed for commercial applications. Most residential guys don't do it. Right. And I speak from firsthand as being an expert witness on this. So. Um, so that then, 90 minutes, here's a question for you. If, if some of those folks in that area up in Boulder had had that, would that have been enough? More than likely. Okay. Hmm. But, okay. but again, it's, uh, it's extremely expensive, and it cannot be used in an operable sash, so you're limited to fixed glazing. So really, it's, so if you've got a window you're trying to open and close, which most residences right. have, that, that's what they want them for. kind of a limit. Yeah. So it, is there any kind of fire-rated window that open and closes? Not that I'm aware of. Interesting. No, that's good to know. I did not yeah, know that. Yeah. I appreciate that information, Gary. Yeah. I didn't know that. Which, you know, for a lot of folks, they want to open and close the windows, naturally. Well, and go. here's the other thing, too. If I'm not mistaken, by code, if you've got a bedroom, it has to have an opening in the window, yeah, too, doesn't you gotta, it? You've got to get out. Yes, yeah. that's correct. So you couldn't put it even in a bedroom or, or something like that anyways, right? Well, you could, for instance, if you had the operable window and then you had a fixed glass as True. well. But it would defeat it because yeah. the operable window would fail. Yeah, what difference does it make then? Yeah. And, right. and, and Gary, I'm assuming, and again, I'm not, I'm not an expert on fires other than having one burned down. But in the one that I had burned down, I, I can almost, I didn't watch it, but I can almost guarantee you knowing the way the house was, how it was situated, how clear it was around it, that typically what happens is the windows blow out and the fire goes in the house. It burns from the inside out. Am I thought process correctly there? Uh, that's correct. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah. Yeah. All right, you guys have a good day. You, you I too. appreciate it, Gary. Thanks which, for the if, call. Which is what Gary's saying there. Folks, you can do as many of these things outside as we talk about, and that's great, and you should. But if those windows blow, you're, you're done. it's done. Yeah. It's going up. Yeah. So simple as that. All right, we'll come back. We do want to talk about a couple of other things. We are taking calls as well, though. If we don't get our topics today, we'll do them next, next week. week. There's always yeah. next week, so not a big deal. But you're listening to Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Rates are low, but are you still paying too much interest? Why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the asset manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. The asset manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying, no more additional costs. Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, and see for yourself. You're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. 
Arc Electric is family owned and operated since 1999. They specialize in all things electrical, commercial, and residential, and are specialists in living off the grid when it comes to your power needs. Exclusive electrician for XL Energy's Home Smart program and for Blue Ribbon Home Warranty. For security and customer service, they'll notify you via text message or phone call when a tech is dispatched to your home and also who that tech is so you know that when they're on the way and who is helping you. They also have a big announcement. They now offer HVAC. Arc Electric is also looking for team members that can troubleshoot and are great with customers and with technology. And as they add HVAC, those techs are needed as well. So for all your electrical heating and cooling needs, it's Arc Electric. That's Arc with a K. Call 303-656-3689. That's 303-656-3689. Or find them on the website, fixitradio.com. That's Arc Electric, Arc with a K. The rebate program with American National Insurance saves everyone money by incentivizing responsible money management. Depending on the cost, customers of Paul Leuenberger will sometimes choose to pay out of pocket rather than making a claim because they'd rather receive the sizable rebate at the end of three years than pay their deductible now. As a result, American National Insurance tends to pay out fewer claims each year compared to the competition, which is in part what gives them an A credit rating. American National Insurance then passes along that benefit to their customers by keeping their rates as good or better than their competition. With other insurance companies, you'd need to purchase extra rider policies at additional cost in order to receive comparable coverage. But American National Insurance rewards personal responsibility. Call Paul Lewinberger now for more comprehensive home insurance coverage at remarkably reasonable rates. 303-662-0789. 303-662-0789. Increase comfortability in your home with a UV air purifying system from Absolute. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air offers dynamic air solutions you won't find at most HVAC companies. Unfortunately, not all air purification products deliver on their promises. Before selecting a product, the team at Absolute personally met with the scientists who developed the technology, installing systems in their own homes to make sure they really work. The science makes sense. Your ultraviolet purifier attaches to your furnace, killing particles like dust, mold, and even most viruses at the source before the air blows through your vents into the rest of your house. One small unit purifies the air throughout your home, eliminating odors. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air today for an air purifier that works. 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Jeff in Western Montana, you're up, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. My condolences for everything you guys have gone through this last week. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate that very much. Yeah, when we lived in the Springs, we uh, survived the Waldo Canyon and uh, Black Forest fires. Wow. uh, And and the Waldo Canyon was worse for us, but uh, we uh, actually had a burn spot on top of our uh, shake roof that was about six inches square. And we were about two miles from the fire, so we lucked out. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, 
in the Black Forest Fire, they, you, you were talking earlier about oxygen in the houses and, and going up and what you can do. Um, you know, there was so many forests around there and it burned so hot that there was really nothing you could do to save a house in, in the inside the, uh, the flame zone, I guess. Uh, you know, you could watch it in every about a minute and a half to three minutes, you'd see a little puff of black smoke as uh, uh, as mm. they would, a house would heat up yeah, and heat up, and, heat up and all of a sudden it would, yep. yeah, I mean, it would just go up like, almost like an explosion. You'd just see this big puff of smoke. So that's how fast they'd burn. Wow. Um, Amazing. So, uh, yeah. My family's in flooring, and uh, so I've been listening to your discussion with uh, with uh, great interest. I, I share your disgust of carpet, John. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm not the only one. <laughs> no, about 90% of the dirt in your house is on the floor. Yes, it is. So if it's in the carpet, you can't see it, and you can't, can't get, get it out. out. And, no, you cannot. No, and it's a cheap way to cover it. I mean, that's that was the big the big uh, attraction for it is it's so cheap. You just cheap and warm. I mean, I understand why down. people do it. It's cheap. It's warm. It's quiet. You know, there are some advantages as far as all that goes. But Jeff, I guess you know, again, just knowing what I've done all these years, you know, work wise and so on. Uh, you know, to me, it's just I, I'm a clean freak, and it's easier to keep things clean with that. You know, hard surface as it is to you know as it is to do it with you know and and by the way for everybody listening you can still put down some throw rugs and things like that to still make things a little warmer break it up whatever but I'm I'm just that hard surface guy Jeff and especially if you've ever taken out yeah. carpet yeah. oh my gosh you take out the carpet you find all the dirt that's in there and you're going how did the vacuum not get this well the vacuum's not that strong it, it just can't can. do it that's right yeah well and the backing starts to degrade so a yeah. lot of the stuff underneath it is just the backing coming off it's not even really dirt it's just the carpet starting to degrade yeah. right um yeah our house is about 20 some years old here and uh, we bought it from the second owner and i just removed about a year ago the last carpet in a bedroom downstairs and they had pets so it's not just the carpet i right. mean it was just disgusting underneath right. in terms oh, of pad yeah. and, and everything yeah, and, and you know and it up real, and, real quick too jeff it you can have the cleanest of individuals vacuuming that consistently and so on and still end up with the same thing. It's not It's not that, you know, people aren't doing that correctly. It's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but And in terms of the, the hard flooring you're talking about, the vinyl planks, it's based, those are basically just tiles that are made in a different dimension. I mean, you know, they're, what, Correct. an inch thick, 316, Correct. something like that. So. Yeah, we hit part of the floor downstairs has the vinyl planks on it, and you can see the uh, all the variations. And if you really want to see them, go into a Walmart or some big box store and look at the tile floors they put down on top of the concrete. And no matter how smoothly they finish the concrete, uh, you can see all the ripples right mm -hmm. through the tile floor. Right. Uh, and so the other thing is that the, the evolution of the laminate floors, you know, when they first came out, they were basically uh, – Kind of a uh, fiber um, board with a uh, with a print on top. That's true. With, and they very finely machined, and so they would interlock very well. But they were not in any form waterproof. They're basically masonite with a nice print on top. And all the all the protection you get on those is, and even today, is basically what they call a synthetic sapphire. Um, they basically take aluminum oxide and coat the top with that, which is basically what a sapphire is. And so that gives you a, a real good wear protection. Oh. But once that layer goes away, 
you're right there to the little uh, paper thing on top or the whatever's making the design on top, and that's going to wear real quickly. Good to know. Hmm. Good to know. So, Amazing. Yeah. And the second thing, the second thing is that the laminates now. I don't know if they all are, but when I go look, I look for it, and it's uh, like I said, they used to be that fiber core, and now they're plastic core, and those plastic core are pretty much bulletproof yeah. in terms of water and everything yeah. else. Yeah. So if yeah. you buy yeah. a plastic core laminate, you're getting probably the best uh, uh, what compromise in terms of a floor you can get, and the difference between the $90 and the $4 ones are basically the quality of that aluminum oxide in the top coat. I see. Um, you want to make sure you get a real good quality uh, protection on top. Otherwise, you're going to be replacing it when that wears through. I also know that those that type of flooring as well, if you're in a wet area, so if you've got a house that's, you know, mountains or you've got a mudroom and there's a lot of water, you know, you know, even melting and things like that, it works really well for that as well, Jeff. Yeah, I, I had a friend who had, had a concrete floor. His, his condo in Colorado Springs was the bottom floor cement so we just put that down it hit all the variations in the floor it uh it was it, it made it i wouldn't say bulletproof because jim could uh, find a way to screw it up but uh he uh i we did as good as we could for him so nice uh, that's good to know no this and, is all and, great and for uh, everybody listening a lot even some folks out there either doing you know remodels or some folks that have been affected by the fires these are a lot of things that folks will be going through and decisions being made and again jeff just like some of the other you know tragedies we've had in in the in this area, this is just going to compound compound the already lack of housing, already lack of you know tradesmen to get these things done, houses built, remodels done. So again, folks, if you've thought about doing anything, I would highly suggest you get on it now because it's not going to get any cheaper. No, it's not. We uh, had a fire across the lake from us uh, here in the summer and. Uh, it was pretty intense, and they, they, they did a lot of good suppression to, to keep it from spreading any further than it did. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, you know, builders here, you can't get a builder right now. Yeah. You know, you are years out yeah. to get somebody I, to come so in. I'm telling you here, Jeff, you. some of these, I'm, I'm afraid that you're going to have some of these areas around here that are going to look like this for the next four or five years. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm wrong and, in saying that. And you've got to be careful because I right now if you go – and you look for someone to do some work for you, and you find out, and the guy goes, oh, yeah, I can do it tomorrow, stay away from that person because he probably doesn't know what he's doing. If a builder is busy, that means they know what they're doing. If if you find someone that doesn't that has the time, yeah. do not well, use you're going to get people that you know even even come here, Jeff, as you know, the most traveling type contractors yeah. that'll show up here, just like the roofing industry, and yeah, those are yeah. people you want to stay away from, in my yeah. opinion. I can't argue with a word you say. Appreciate it. Jeff, as always, uh, really enjoy it. And if you got something for Drive Radio, call us back then. But have a great weekend. We appreciate it very much, as always, sir. You, you too. And uh, illegitimi non carborundum, which is really, really bad Latin for don't let the bastards wear you down. There we go. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that. That's really good. Yeah. No, folks, again, I, we're not trying to scare anybody or anything no. along those lines. But, again, I, I really do I really do want to say this. If you've been thinking of doing you know, bathroom remodel, kitchen remodel, even some of this flooring stuff that we're talking about in this area, uh, and, and, folks, that even probably includes all the way up into the Cheyenne area and so on, it's going to be really tight as time goes by. As some of these people start to rebuild, yeah. it's going to get tighter and tighter. So I would say that if you're in that mode, you need to get done sooner than later because yeah. it's not going to get any easier as time goes by. And and what I'm talking about is I know this lady, and they're they're moving to Michigan to 
um, Missouri. Okay. And um, misery. Yeah, and she had yeah misery. Um, she she had a water leak in her basement, and she pulled down the ceiling. They wound up finding the pipe in there. Okay. And they used they took about nine feet out of there, and they said. They asked me, do you know anybody who can do this repair? And I gave him a guy's name that I was working with right. before. And um, he went over there, <clears throat> gave her a bid, and she goes, well, that's too much. So she found someone else, and he says, it's going to be four weeks out before I can get to you. He goes, but I'll, I'll try to make it happen mm-hmm. since it's, a, it's not a completely repair. You know, right. I don't have to. She had this other guy go in there and fix it and do it, and that he had plenty of time to do it. And he was he was a contractor, and... He didn't have a, I don't know what the deal was, but Greg, she called him back up to go look at it because she says, I don't know what's wrong, but it doesn't look good. And my realtor said, I need to have it fixed. And he looked at it and he says, I'm not even touching that. It's a mess. It's a mess. Wow. And he goes, Dennis, he, he did such bad drywalling. He just mudded the whole thing up. And he wow. he says, and it's not even smooth. It's all rough. And and she paid this guy more than what he paid would have charged her. Not good, folks. <clears throat> so you got to be careful who you get. That's right. Next week, we're going to talk about some of the sensing devices that sense water leaks, things yes. along those lines. We've had some cold weather. We were going to do that today, but and, everything else, is, which is fine. We had other yeah. calls. We did other things. That's fine. We're not complaining, but we'll do some of that next week. So Yeah, I'll do some more research okay, on that. We'll do because, some research during the week. Yeah. All right. Awesome. As always, quick, fast hour. Yes, it was. Thanks for joining me. Appreciate it very much. It's a great day. Uh, Charlie Grimes, thank you as well. Larry Unger. Again, if you're listening on Tuesday, Rush to Reason is next. Otherwise, Steve Horvath from Geno's is joining me on Drive Radio. That's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ. (laughs) 